Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer, and this is the Weekend Update. Let's get into those crypto prices. Bitcoin is sitting at $58,460, up 3.5% from yesterday. Ethereum's in the number two spot at $3,540, up 3%. Binance Coin, number three spot at $631, up 1.1% from yesterday. And Dogecoin in the number four spot at $0.71. Cents. Doge! That's amazing. That is amazing. XRP, number five spot at $1.58. And to round off the top 10, we have Tether, Cardano, Polkadot, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. Total market cap for the whole crypto space, we're at $2.41 trillion. And a BTC dominance climbing to 45.2%. On today's show, we're going to do a day two roundup of the Ethereal Summit powered by Decrypt. And we welcome on our editor-in-chief, Daniel Roberts, to do so. Hey, thanks for having me back. Day two. Day two roundup. I'm looking forward to it, man. Come on, give it to me. What's, what's happening? Okay, well, let's see. Day two of Ethereal, a killer lineup, maybe even more spice than day one. I mean, we started the day with Vitalik. Uh, and of course, what we all want to know is like, when is Ethereum 2 actually coming, right? ETH 2.0. We've heard about it. We've heard about it. We've heard about it. We're waiting. Uh, and toward the end of that interview, the interviewer, Cami Russo, basically said, it sounds like it shouldn't be any later than the beginning of next year. And he said in his Vitalik way, mm, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I feel like it, at least there's that, you know, that by the beginning of next year, it, it, it should be here by now. And of course, the reason that's important, everyone right now is on and on about NFTs. Are they bad for the environment because of proof of work mining on Ethereum? Well, ETH 2.0, it should be proof of stake. It should be a lot better for the environment. So that was one thing. Immediately, we go into CZ, and I did that interview. Uh, of course, I, I wanted to push him on a number of different controversies, and, and one was what sure looked like copycat projects of Ethereum projects on BSC, Binance Smart Chain. I mean, you've got hash, max, hash masks on Ethereum. On Binance, it's called bash masks. Uh, you know, crypto punks on Ethereum. Binance has a version of the same thing. It's called Binance punks. You know, surprise, That's surprise. Hilarious. And he just kind of outright defended it. He said, look, you're going to get copied in a decentralized industry. And he said, people copy Apple and Twitter. And he said, you know, um, Ethereum was a copy of Bitcoin. That isn't quite right, of course. But he basically didn't deny that there are these blatant copies. And he said, yep, you know, there are copycats and people are going to copy things. Okay. I mean, you, you know, you heard it there. Fair enough. Uh, and he said a number of things. But you know, I, I don't want to, you know, take forever, but there was just so much in the CZ interview. Right after him, we kind of had the Binance one-two punch because we interviewed the new CEO of Binance US, which is Brian Brooks, Perfect. you know, who basically stepped off that revolving door straight from being a regulator to running Binance US. And that was just a terrific interview. I mean, they covered a lot of ground, uh, including what does Binance think is going to be the competitive landscape in the US? Because if you're Coinbase or any other competitor, you would frame Binance as this, you know, shady company that's over in China 
and they dodge regulators and they're controversial. And Brian Brooks tried to say that, you know, if someone were to do that, that would be um, anti-Asian sentiment. I thought, whoa, I mean, that was really interesting. Uh, so that was another highlight. And then to fast forward a little bit, you know, Mike Novogratz, always great. I interviewed the mayor of Miami, always interesting and great. And he revealed that he personally bought himself Bitcoin and Ethereum on the day the Senate passed the $1.9 trillion stimulus. Wow. Uh, I know, you know you're running for office right now. He basically said, uh, when that happened, I thought, you know, I, I don't trust the dollar as much anymore and I need to put my money in something else. I mean, goodness gracious. Wow. Uh, and one last shout out I'd give that I think might surprise people. You know, we had a lot of, you know, we had the big speakers that everyone knows. Everyone's heard of Mark Cuban, Vitalik, CZ, Mike Novogratz, Joe Lubin closed out the day. But then throughout the two days, we had interesting crypto projects, which is kind of supposed to be the point of conferences like this that maybe not everyone has heard of. And one of those today that really impressed me, Matthew, was Alchemy. Alchemy okay. is this company that, that they say they're trying to build a, a basically AWS, Amazon Web Services, for blockchain. And they just raised $80 million in funding from a ton of big names. The duo behind Alchemy was really slick, really interesting. You're a new addition to Decrypt, an old hat into media and everything and journalism. Honestly, you're a great addition to the team and to Decrypt. I, so I, we appreciate you being here. What did you learn, though, from this whole thing? This is your first crypto conference, especially in COVID, especially online. What did you take away from this? And how is Decrypt going to learn from this and grow from this experience? Yeah, it's a great question. And the first part I'll answer, you know, look no further than the crazy levels of engagement during the conference. I mean, not just were people going off in the live chat and they are into this. I mean, they spent, these are people who spent the entire last two days watching every single panel. I mean, of course I did because I'm the editor of the site, but these people did too. I mean, they were so into it and they even over the course of the two days, there was like a natural language being developed. People started putting F and it took me a while to understand that F meant frozen. When someone was frozen, they would say F. Mm. You know, another one was people were, were pumping whatever their favorite project is. I mean, the, the just the communities are so strong. You know this as the host of a daily podcast in this space. But, you know, there were people who spent all of day one just typing, when's Sergey? When's Sergey? Mm -hmm. And it's the chain link people, you know, the link Marines. Mm -hmm. And they just wanted to see when's Sergey. And then we had the Binance US CEO and people really listened to the interviews too. I mean, they were responding. They were saying, wow, you know, he's not just dodging questions. He's really, he's really addressing it candidly, which you don't expect when, you know, a lawmaker becomes a CEO. So just, just how active and how deep and passionate the community was. And I also think when you say, you know, what's the crypto takeaway? Endless story ideas. I mean, holy cow, we can, you know, if anyone watched parts of the summit and you know they have a project that they love that they think doesn't get enough attention. Trust me, we are about to reach out to everyone who spoke for you know more interviews, more story ideas, articles to come. Uh, Alchemy, Near Protocol, Definity, so many of these interesting projects that just have extremely passionate, almost I would say obsessive followings. What would you do it different next year? It's a good question. You know. I like to think we did a really good job as far as virtual summits go, because it's hard when it's virtual, right? It's just not quite the same. I mean, even, you know, you and I are doing this over Zoom. I can see you. It's pretty good, but it's still not the same as being in the same room. I mean, right. for me, what's crazy, like, you know, I've been running the site, you know, four months. Like, I haven't met the staff in person. That's crazy <laughs> to me. And so if and when we're able to do our next summit as a in-person event where everyone can be on stage, sitting in chairs, face-to-face, there's just no substitute for that. That'll just be a lot better. And, and that's always more lively. 
Well, Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts, thank you very much for coming on and giving us a roundup for day two. And congrats on your first virtual summit with Decrypt. Good stuff. Thanks, Matthew. There's going to be many more great Decrypt events to come, and you will be involved. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Don't forget to go to Deemer for Congress. That's D-I-E-M-E-R for Congress.com. Please donate. I am going to get cryptocurrency up there soon. We are doing our final test to make sure everything is compliant and everything works properly. Hopefully by next week I have an announcement to say, hey, I'm accepting cryptocurrency. But if you have some dirty fiat, please donate it to my campaign for Congress. Until tomorrow, happy hodling.